from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn. Here. Jonathan Swindle. Over there. Yellow. And Bill George. He's right over there. Turn your mic on, you crazy man. What are you, is your first day in radio? You didn't Hi. say present. I'm all good. I'm a gamager. Welcome in, everybody. Good. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, Thanksgiving edition. No one is here. No one is here. The crickets are. So don't don't call. These are recordings. Buddy Holly. 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. Don't call. Look at that smile. <laughs> Do not call. <laughs> so we are not here. Jonathan is in Blunstown. Bill George is in Pennsylvania. Uh, Diego is somewhere over in Tampa, passed out under a park bench. And Lord knows where I am. I have no idea. So anyway, welcome Looking in. for Diego. Look at, yeah. Treasure hunt. Someone should do a show like that. Where in the world is... Stop it. Oh, never mind. So anyway, uh, we hope you're enjoyed or have enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday. We are uh, taking the weekend off so everybody can go play. And we hope you're doing the same thing and... Hopefully taking us along and listening to the show and enjoying it and having a good time. Uh, before we hit the top of the last hour, <clears throat> Bill George had brought up the uh, best of memories and low life memories of our past or whatever for Thanksgiving. And um, I just I remember it being a great time with friends and family and a lot of playing and uh, running around and stuff. And it seemed like it lasted a lot longer than it does today. When I was a kid, it seemed like it lasted like days. And now as an adult, you're like, uh, we're good until about 4 o'clock. And it's like, are these people still here? Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> when are they going to leave? Are your parents going to stay all night? What are they going to do? Are they going to out of here? You got to understand. I, you I, kids, settle down. Go play some Xbox jamming. I don't care. I can sit in a chair and I can go sound asleep. Oh, I know. chaos. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying that as an adult, it seems to be... There's more involved. It's a little more stressful. It seems to uh, not quite be as long until it gets evening time. But well, as a kid, man, oh my gosh, I would it, it like lasted Bart, for days. I think Bart's going to be more stressed than you are. Uh, no, we're going to take it easy. It'll be all good. Yeah, but Bart's going to have to be doing the cooking, and you're just going to be sitting there saying, "Is it done yet?" No, I'm not Is one of those. Yet? No, I'm not one of those. No, I, I, as a matter of fact, we usually collaborate when it comes to fishing. I mean, uh, when it comes to fishing. cooking. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're fishing where it's, it's a competitive sport. Squirrel. Dude, why are you so close to me? Get out of my spot. Man, I'm like 50 yards away. I don't care. It's too close. Move down by that oyster bar. I can hit Damn. you with this plug. Getting all up in my stuff. No, but when it's cooking, and believe it or not, my kids, uh, we're all in there. Bart puts them to work, and, you know, kids are chopping or cutting or spicing. Or Every, doing everybody has their own job. Yeah, I mean, we're we're all in there to, in it together. And uh, it's all good. But before uh, we took the top of the hour break, we were on Jonathan because, you know, oh with, with his uh, 50,000 family member uh, posse, uh, are you guys going to go big this year or had you gone big this year or what do you plan to? Uh, probably not as big as usual, but I mean, it was. What do you mean by big as usual? Because well, one of your kids' like, birthday it's... parties involves 596 people. <laughs> Not that big. It's no, like, our family. I mean, our family is a lot like your family, and a lot like probably Bill's family and everything else. When we would get together for Thanksgiving, you got my dad, my uncle, which you know, of course, my uncle will include his two daughters, 
Now they're husbands and kids. And then, of course. Like I said. Before. <laughs> well, but before, and I mean, we would go to the woods. That was our biggest thing is to go to the woods. And the day of, everybody has their jobs, so to speak. And, like, of course, my job was always frying the turkey. Uh, I'd help mom get the turkey that she would bake, that she would make the dressing. We help get that going. You know, we do the hams, we do the stuff like that. And then, of course, the ladies would take care of all the sides. So they'd be in the kitchen. And, you know, of course, we would be hunting a lot of times too. So get up and go hunting. That would be that. That would probably be a morning that I wouldn't, I would miss a morning hunt just because of preparation. Sure. For things. Yeah. There's usually one poor soul that has to stay back and suffer the consequences. But so what do you think this year? 20 people? 10 people, 12 no, people? No, no, we're probably, we're going, we're going to have a, actually we're going to do the dad and mom and all of us are going to have Thanksgiving since we're recording this show now. We're going to do a Monday night, Monday evening mm-hmm. Thanksgiving with our, with dad and mom and all them. And then we're going up to the woods, obviously to get things prepped and we'll probably have some, uh, some turkey and dressing with uncle and cousins and all them up there Thanksgiving. So you're Day. doing a two timer. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good thing. Doing a two timer that way you three, can spread three out four, the, a three or four day feed. Spread out the misery over the course of a week. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right, our Bill, you're gonna stay home and cook, uh, just you and the wife and a couple of kids or I I've had I dinner. Mean, is I've she had, going with you up to Pennsylvania or no? I, no. I've had Thanksgiving dinner with my my wife I think twice since I've been <laughs> dating her. <laughs> so it's just another day, uh, you know, well, turkey no, dressing kind of thing? or Just with the whole Pennsylvania thing. One year I stayed back here and had, had Thanksgiving here. And what, did you have a hangnail or something? You couldn't go? No, work. Ah. Yeah. So I turned around, and one year she came up to Pennsylvania and had Thanksgiving up there with us. I would like to go to, I'd like to, go to a place like Pennsylvania and... Do a Christmas, uh, a Thanksgiving kind of thing up there, because it's so different. But you it, it's, can. it's so different than it is down south. I think. I think it's more traditional, like uh, well, what's for, that, you know that guy that used to do all those paintings, Rockwell. I always, yeah. you know, Rockwell paintings. I always picture that to be like the, you know, well, the Maine, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania kind of thing. I really like some of those northern towns, the small towns, in. One of the things they do is they get out there about Thanksgiving time. Up comes all the Christmas decorations going on the light poles, stringing the lights. And, you know, downtown's, you know, downtown small town being what it is, you just set a lot of festivities and a lot of, I mean, it just makes you feel like Christmas. Yeah. I think Thanksgiving is a really important time for, at least for everybody here. You know, in this country. I don't care what nationality you are. I think everybody likes to get together. I mentioned it on the show last Saturday. My my sister out there in, in California, you know, the large Hispanic Latino community out there, and their governor saying that you can only invite so many family members on stuff. They're all looking at each other going, Good are, luck. Are, you, are you nuts? And all the sheriffs you, are coming out now well, saying, Are you uh, crazy? Well, my, aunt, my aunt, who usually has 25, 27 people or something like that, they're not doing Thanksgiving this year, you know. Well, how old is she? She's 70? 70 something. No, late well, 70s. she doesn't need to anymore. Well, she's, but that's what now all the grandkids are there and that, but it's just up there. They take, take this uh, a little bit more cautious than, per se, you or me do. 
Oh, over the with COVID the, thing? The That's the, the reason? Whole COVID thing, yes. Yeah, oh, so. I thought it was because she didn't want to have to drag her butt out early and start working on that turkey no, at 5 a.m. No, a. no, no, no. <laughs> it's a whole COVID thing. And, and, and Teddy's going to go ahead and give you guys Swanson's turkey dinners for tonight. Put them in the... Peel back the peel back the foil and do your thing, man. Stand in line of microwave. That's well, right, man. You know, for me right now, it's going to be my dad, uh, George, and myself up there at the farm for Thanksgiving dinner, and we'll make a great big old turkey and everything else, and then we'll be eating on that bird for for days. Yeah. There'll be turkey sandwiches. There'll there be you go. things going into soups and sure. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. I always loved it. About a, a week after Thanksgiving's over, my father would open up that door, and there'd be that carcass left in there, and he would he could see the wheel spinning. He'd be like, "What am I gonna do with this?" Because he wasn't about what, to throw it away. But I don't I don't believe they recommend you leaving all the meat on that carcass anymore. Oh man, they don't care as long as you put it in boiling water and boil everything off of there for for about thirty minutes to make a base. Oh, whatever. We, you had one last for a week. I'm, I'm that's yeah. Well, you got a saw on it. For, you know? for I give us, it about three days. For us, after dinner, that's one of the things. We pick that carcass clean, then put it in tubs in the refrigerator. I, and the, fr- the fried one I give 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. fried ones usually don't live very long. That's what I'm saying, because if you have more than one, you have one that you like work on for about a week, you know, because you making sandwiches or whatever it is. And the, then, fr- the fried one, I walk around with my knife out like I'm in a... Back alley somewhere. If it's done, to... if it's done right, it ain't gonna last. Because <laughs> I get chased around with the. Uh, let's just say that there are certain uh, skin portions of the bird mm-hmm. that, uh, if you're not involved in the preparation process, you're probably not going to get to partake. Of. I did. I did one one time on the green egg that just was. It was my. I mean, the best one I think I've ever done, and uh, cooked it slow. Um, used cherry wood on it to smoke it and rubbed it, the whole thing down like a, a na- nasty masseuse person with uh, walnut oil in and out and everything else, put everything in there. And it was the first time that I actually used the, the thermometer that you put into the thigh and then shut the lid. And I did not open that lid. I didn't peek one. I mean, it was the hardest thing ever not to do that. And I didn't. I left it there until the alarm went off. And once it hit 165, pulled out, it was just perfect. Perfect mahogany color. Oh, my gosh, you couldn't eat it fast enough. It was great. Mm. Probably the best turkey I'd ever done. Well, and, you never did tell us your story. Which one? The, the bad one? Yeah. The bad story? Uh, the the bad way, one, the good one, whatever. The good one was it didn't matter. I mean, whenever you were a kid and you got to run around, it was always a good time. I didn't care if it was in Picayune or Tomball or here or wherever. It was always a good time, but... Um, my worst one, I remember I, th- I literally, I thought my dad was going to kill me. We had relatives over. We were over here, right across from the radio station off 98th Avenue, where I lived on the canal. And I told dad I was going to head out and, you know, go do some fishing and cast netting and all that stuff for the day. I went out by myself and he's like, oh, don't forget we're eating at like four thirty, five o'clock. So, you know, get your butt back here. We got family all here. Everybody was there from all over the place. So... I went out, got out there. Of course, I never wore a watch, you know, none of that stuff. And you kind of go by the sun or your sunburn, one of the two. And I remember I came putt-putting in, and it was around 6 o'clock. About 6, yeah, about (laughs) 6 o'clock. And my dad was standing on the seawall, arms folded, and he was like, where in the blankety-blank-blank-blank have you been? And I said, 
Dad, look at all the fish. I did. I was like, Dad, I was out fishing, man. I was really good. I got on a nice school out there, and I was, you know, I just lost track of time and all that stuff. And he said, well, he said, the only way that this is going to save your butt from uh, from an ass <clears throat> talking to is you better impress me with whatever this fish is you were shoving around. And I threw up about two 30-inch redfish that I had that I had caught in my cast net, beat the hell out of my cast net. And uh, he went, okay, get those cleaned as soon as you can. Let's get those on the grill. I mean, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't dead. They weren't dead for an hour. And uh, How about fresh fish, Dad? <laughs> dude, I, just basically the old, I mean, literally cleaned them, gut them, flipped them over, heads, every scales, everything, put them right on the grill. And he came out with a little thing of melted butter and stuff and oh, maybe basting them, all that stuff. So my lateness saved my butt. And uncles and cousins and everybody else all of a sudden showed up by the grill. And then the second time was out in Texas, and uh, he met me at the fence line. I went out deer hunting, and uh, it was dark. And as I was coming down the field, and I looked over, I see this figure standing on the trail on the back, and I was like, who in the heck is that, man? All of a sudden, he goes, you got a reason to be late for Thanksgiving? I went, Dad, don't you see me dragging this deer? He goes, you got a deer? I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, come on here. He like threw it over his shoulders, man, blood running down his back. And next thing, he was a happy man going through the woods. <laughs> but, you know, when he said this time, you had better be. Yeah, it was that time. Unless you had a dead animal or a fish, and then it was all good. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. We really do hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and now you can go get a great deal out on car or truck right there at Brandon Ford. So go see him today. We'll be back. This is what happens when you go, hey, Diego, just go ahead and pick something. Just go ahead and say the major league version. It's not. I told you to tell me what to play. I told you. I told you. And that's what you got. He's using his creative lessons. Now, wait a minute. Have you heard this song before? Or you just found it somewhere on YouTube and went like, this ought to drive him nuts? Have I heard the original all the way through? Probably not. That's the original there. Have I heard it all the way through? Probably that's, not. That's not the Major League version from the movie Major League, but because that was Joan Jett and the Blackheart. I Scene. I did make a recommendation. He didn't play it. We're not playing that Alice's Head Shop or no, whatever it is no, that you're the other talking one. about. What one? The good, Bad, and the Ugly. <laughs> Do you know what the intro is? Is it on that hey, before there's even a vocal? There's not even one. There's it's just whistling. How long is it? You know what? When we come back, we, you know what? We'll play that. We'll see You know you just how to, long it actually. You don't have to wait till it starts to do it. There's five minutes of boom, 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 boom. boom. I mean, that's it. So what's that going to do for us? Anyway, as you can tell, it's a typical Thanksgiving around here. Family <laughs> arguing over in the kitchen. Uh, the kids over there playing shh, cruddy music. <laughs> Turn that down and driving your uncle crazy. And then they got the one that's sitting over here quiet, just watching the whole farce. Jonathan, go in. Oh, my gosh. I gave up my evening for this. Seriously? Please. So well, we're recording the show I'm here on a, a, on a uh, Sunday, and this will be played, uh, of course, on Saturday after Thanksgiving because everyone has gone their, their ways. 
Two of us uh, are uh, probably standing around in the uh, Tampa Bay area, although I'm still on the fence about going up and meeting Jonathan up in Bluntstown. Not that I don't want to go, but my children don't seem very enthused. So I see you having like a Hank Hank Hill type like thing, sitting on the street corner, having a beer. Sitting on the couch somewhere? Watching watching people go Crazy man, I don't know what you're talking about. I used to see guys doing that all the time and go, dude, that's an awesome way to spend a Sunday. Sitting underneath that oak tree, man, with a couple of Colt 45s, man, that's all Diego, right. do you even know who a Hank Hill is? Yeah, he knows who Hank Hill is. Who? Hank Hill. He Hank Hill from King of the Hill? See? There you no, go. King of the Hill? Isn't that it? King of the Hill? Yeah. 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 King right. of the Hill. What does he sell? Propane. And propane accessories. Propane accessories. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Which is supposed to really be verboten in Texas. You're not supposed to do that. And that's the whole joke of it. So anyway, we're not here. We're not answering phone calls. It's not because we're ignoring you. It's because we're just not here. So uh, you can just enjoy whatever Diego decides to play, whether it be the Pogs or whatever the heck they were, the the ones that originally sang it. I don't know. But uh, before the break, I wanted to, uh, guys, give you this. I I got a little letter from the FWC. Oh, boy. It's a really nice that, letter. That, I, I that, thought I'd read it to you. Let, let me guess. They are going to give you a refund since you haven't harvested a deer in a long time. Dude, that would be awesome. Can they do that? <laughs> Can you apply for that? That was so <laughs> Can we apply for that? <laughs> Wait a minute. What kind of deer? You have to be specific. Are you oh, saying whitetail? Oh, Lord. Are you saying whitetail deer? Because there's other deer involved that have uh, ended up in the freezer that are yes. not necessarily... I. Covered by, I wouldn't mind doing that one time. You know, going out there and shooting something a white tail. Like no, one of those axis deer or something. No, I think I'm. I'm I think you own something. One of those spotted year, animals. Every I, year that I don't go shoot one, they should give me a, a refund. But uh, no, this is. I love this one because they start the letter with "Dear stakeholder." So, oh, so I am. I am oh boy! I am, and I am how did he know what you were having for dinner? I don't know. I, I could have been holding a steak. Uh, dear stakeholder, uh, the FWC. Staff have exciting news to share. I thought maybe I won the lottery and they were going to tell me. I don't know. But uh, it says the Florida Department of Environmental Protection, Uh with approval from the Board of Trustees and the partnership with the Conservation Foundation of the Gulf Coast, recently finalized the purchase of 5,777 acres in the Mayaka Ranch Lands. This acquisition represents the largest undeveloped parcel of land remaining in Sarasota County. The FWC has been granted management authority of this property and is pleased to announce plans to open this new area as the Orange Hammock Wildlife Management Area. FWC staff will currently be working on drafting rules to establish the public recreation and hunting activities on this area for the 2021-22 season. The draft rules will be presented at the December 2020 commission meeting, and you can view a summary of the proposed rules. If you have questions, comments, or proposed rules, please email us at uh, pha at myfwc.com. Thank you for support and your support of hunting and conservation in Florida. I was a little disappointed by the letter because I thought I was going to get first dibs to go in the gate. But, you know, I thought they were letting me know, hey, Dude, we're getting a brand new management area, and you're going to be one of the first 10 people to go in there. That would be awesome. But no, they were just letting me know that they had done that. 
Which right. is good. I mean, that's an area down there that's always been very productive for the most part. But 5,777 acres. Sounds like a lot, but put uh, 200 that, people on it and it gets They really probably small. won't have 200 people. They'll probably have some small quota hunts. You're going to have to apply. Um, you know, I, I know I got it in right at the end of the last the last show we did. But if you want to hunt spring gobblers in the state of Florida and you don't have access to private land, now is the time. It's like the end of the month is the last you can put in for the first drawing in order to go and hunt a lot of our management areas um, for spring gobbler. Some like Green Swamp after the first little bit is open to, you know, people to go, just come and go as they please. But a lot of them, Richland, first nine days, Green Swamp the first two days, and then a lot of them are, are by quota only. So if you don't go and get drawn in a quota, you're not hunting that piece of property at all. And I would bet that my ACA would be that way. Did you get that as yeah. an email or what did you get that as? They sent it to me as an email. They sent it to me. <clears throat> well, you didn't get it? He's not a stakeholder. You're a stakeholder? No, I just got he, the no, app. No, no, no. Lifetime license holder. I mean, you know. No, no. See, see no one cares property about property in the state. I mean, his whole new diet, you know, he's not a stakeholder. Oh, he, my. He, he's, he's a lettuce wrap. Well, now, I I will say this. It's 50-50, Bill. (laughs) I will say this, that Bill has a very good point because with this new opening of this place, uh, Orange Hammock Wildlife Management Area is probably going to be inundated with uh, permit applications once they become available. It's close to the Tampa Bay area. It's close to the uh, Plant City area. It's close to the Sarasota area. There are a lot of hunters in those, those neck of the woods and uh, Pinellas County as well, Mayaka, it's hop, skip, and a jump right over the Skyway. It's That'd be an easy trick. And so I can guarantee you that Ooh, that's going to be a beautiful uh, country. You, you talk it's about be hop, skip, and a jump. After the show we did last, I jumped out, went across that Skyway. That wind was coming out of the east, and let me tell you. it was, You knew it. <laughs> it was pushing me around on that oh, yeah. bridge. And then the waves crashing up against the bank as you turn around, and ooh, it was bad. Yeah, it's uh, I, it was it was pretty rough. But there was a ton of people out there on this side, the St. Pete side of the bridge. There was a ton of people out there with those uh, like kites, where you like have a surfboard or something mm-hmm. like in a kite. Yeah, they used to do that down by the Skyway all the time. I guess they yeah. still do. Well, they are. It, there must have been forty of them out there. Okay. I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. Well, it's like you said about you doing the fence today before you came down here for the pre-recording. When I left here yesterday, I got to the house and trying to do some stuff there. And we had those intermittent rain showers that came through yesterday ahead of the so-called cold front. And that was, it made me laugh. We started, I sat there, get up, go outside to start to do something. Here comes a rain shower for 30, Boom. 45 minutes. Okay, so sit, sit back down, get up to do something again. Here comes another one. And before I knew it, it was like 4.30 in the afternoon, and I'm like, heck with it. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I don't know. This time of year, water temperature is way below 86 degrees. Color me, I'm not in there. So I'm, I'm not getting in there. Not wade fishing? Mm, if I was, it would be probably only up to about Neat. middle thigh. Because anytime you got to go past the 
nether regions. The huevos, it gets very uncomfortable and very uh, bad. And I'm never, I've never been a waiter person. I think the first time I ever wore waders in my entire life is when you I went, would look like Shrek. Yeah, I went duck hunting. <laughs> I went duck hunting with uh, Mike Mezra, and they like threw these these uh, waders at me, and like, here, we brought you some waders. I'm like, I got shorts on, I got tennis shoes on. What do I need waders for? You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm from Florida. Yeah, I'm just well, going to sit you, in the water without When them. it's 30 degrees out, you waders, like them waders. waders aren't, aren't too bad. Well, yeah, if you have insulated degrees, ones. wind whipping, sitting there waiting. Oh, no. No, I've got, I've, got regu- I've got regular waders that when, uh, let's just say that the good old Apalachicola gets up and I have to go down there and pull cameras or do anything else, yeah, I'm very happy to have those and they're not insulated. I've never, I've, I've never been. I never, never had a use for them. I mean, I, I'm sure that they are great for people who need them, but um, I never. But had I was them. wish I would. The, the, of course, the water I'm talking about, I would probably be wishing it was sixty, no, sixty-five, I mean, I, seventy degrees. But, 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 but I never had to experience that before until. I mean, the only time I've ever stepped into really cold, cold water was when we were in Wyoming, and I. You know, went out into the North Platte River up to about my mid thigh, and I was like, "Yeah, not happening. I am, I am done. <laughs> this water is like fifty three degrees. Kiss my high. I'm out of here. The boys are already, you know, seventy three ish somewhere. You know, for the springs, I'm all good. But fifty three or, or below, <laughs> you can keep that. I Everything's will, heading north. I'll put, I'll Last put, time I wore waders, I killed thirty seven alligators. Are you bragging over there? Is that yeah. what you're trying to do? Well, maybe you should get your lucky waiters out and go deer hunting in them in Pennsylvania this weekend. All right, we're going to take a break. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Music on the planet, Bill George. No, I bet it's got everybody's attention. Listen, I I, I got Jonathan for angel eyes. Why are you? Talking? That leaves you and me. Which one are you? Are you the good or the ugly? You are the worst. Hey, all I can say that, is every time you hear now's this song, when you're supposed to talk. Yeah. Well, no. Every time you hear this song, it gets your attention. Oh yeah. I mean, sorry. This, let me tell you, this is one of the guys that I had worked with for a number of years. Radio 101. You don't do till the, till the, right here, the post, man. This is where you go. You guys talk all through the whole damn thing. <laughs> then you should have kept our mics off. No. Amateurs. Or you could do it here. Now. See, there you go. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, as you can tell by our uh, lovely intro music. We we, <laughs> we have your attention. We had, I worked with a guy. His name know. was Andre, and he turned around, and he went to Wawa every day for lunch, every single day. Okay. And so I turned around, 
And in that good, bad, and the ugly, you hear the wah, wah, wah all the time. So I took and made his phone the ringtone. Every time his phone rang, <laughs> it was the wah, 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 <laughs> the good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> You're such a jokester. Yes. It was Remind pre- us never it to was... leave our phones unattended around no, this George. was his yeah. desk phone. This oh, is his desk phone. No, that's really great. I could program that and not even touch it. No, oh, well, Lord. there you go. There you go. That's the way it is. Uh, this Thanksgiving, we are not here. This is a recorded show, so that if you try to call the show, it's probably going to be to no avail. So It'll Richard be- and a few other people have tried to call and you can't get through, that's why you can't get through. I told yep. you, man, this is the weekend we should have given away the million dollars. But I guess we're not going to be here Don't to do that. Don't talk about so, that. So, you know. We shouldn't do that. Hmm. We can do it the way the Rivers used to do it. You know, your chance to win a million dollars, you know, for the next 10 callers. And then uh, you do that, and then you just buy them a lottery ticket. Cost you 10 bucks. <laughs> so it's <laughs> no big deal. There's your chance to win Here's a million dollars. There you go. Dollar scratch off. I paid for it. You're all good. It's all done. Uh, ammo. We were talking a little bit about it uh, at the first hour. Bill George is <clears throat> planning on maybe heading back down to Clues. Clouston, you're going down there. Uh, somehow or another, he's going to try to post the video of him, uh, of the birds that he saw while he was down there, the teals. The it was sanctuary. It was, was quite incredible to see the amount of ducks that were flying around there. It literally looked like a flock of like starlings Mosquitoes. or uh, blackbirds the, when they're in that swirl. You the know? thing is, he turns around, he does do some charters there, and he charges about 150 bucks for the day for for you to go out there and shoot yeah that's not that's not that bad that's not bad at all no it's a long drive but it's not that bad no well i mean if you think that if you're a decent shot like you say you're done in 15 minutes um (laughs) there's a place we used to you said it's clueston just south of clueston yeah we used to hog hunt down there uh with a guy that had a place called chappies and that was always it's only about Two hours? No. Two and this a half? Is, this is Everglade, Everglade Adventures. So. Oh, so you're okay. So you're a little further. Yeah. How far did? How long did it take you to drive down there from here? Because you st- you left straight from the station. Just a didn't little you? bit, little less, less than three hours from here. Did you go across the Skyway or did you I go did. back? Okay, so I did. And then catch seventy five and head out that way. Hey, Sixty four across. And then I I jumped off at seventeen and and jumped over and then went mm-hmm. by uh, twenty seven Babcock Webb. You know, that area, yeah. and then cut across. Nice thing is there's nothing there. so um, Unless you get behind somebody with uh, an RV, it's oh, no, pretty no, good no, sailing. No, no, no I, I, I went by a number of people. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you get stuck behind them, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I, when I used to actually love the rock haulers because those guys would clear traffic. <laughs> clear path, You just boys. get on one of their butts. If you can take all the rocks hitting the front of your truck, man, trust me. It's like smoking the bandit. He's bound down. He got the blocker out front. Because them boys about back in the day, it used to be smoking the bandit for you. Because I'm sure you're like me. You had the radio going. <laughs> Don't you remember those rock callers, man? You'd look in your rearview mirror, and all you'd see is Mac. But what the hell is that? Holy crap! It's a grill. <laughs> yeah, you either speed up or move over. Get out of the way, man. Well, what the bad part was is you would be on those back roads like that, and you'd look up, and there's nothing there, and you'd look up, and then all of a sudden, guess what I mean? You're like, where the 
Tool, Did you come from? Tooling along there and around 60 miles an hour. La, 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 la. Hey, look, there's some turkeys over there. And all of a sudden, is it getting hot in here? Feeling the heat off of something. Look, and there's a radiator in your back seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Rock Hall. Well, it's not a bad drive. A buck 50, is that what you said? Uh, yeah. 150 buck bucks 50. for the day? Yeah. Per person? Per person. Waiters provided? I don't think you need any waiters. Oh, good. There ain't no leeches or nothing down there, are there? No. I don't want nothing sticking to things. So, uh, yeah. Well, the water's only like 12 to 18 inches deep. That's easy peasy. I wear flip-flops in that. They got, they got dogs or you got to bring well, your own? Well, then you're dressed ready to go. You got to bring your own dogs? I don't know if they they had dogs or not, <clears throat> you know. Or you just wait out there and get your birds and truck it on back? Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. No, uh, no, that's what I thought when when I get back. I I was. How long propo- is your season down there? I mean, do they do you it's, know? Because you're going in a week or two. It's the same season. It's going to end what January time frame, something mm-hmm. like that. So, but my thought was I'd take Carlos down there, and then the deal is we'd take one gun. Hang on, I'm whoever, going to the MyFWC app since they can't send me the survey. And, and uh, <laughs> turn around and. The deal would be whoever turns around and misses, then the gun switches hands. So, oh my God! Here we go. I, you know, look, make a little competition out of it. I would much rather say, put him over on another area, and he's the steerer. You know that guy you put on a dove field that steers the deer, uh, the the doves your way because he keeps missing. But yeah, well, I'm not getting back in this conversation because I don't want to. I just see Carlos's face at Fish Hawk that day. Well, so. he he turned around. He says. He's a different person when he's shooting at a bird. I said, yeah, but if there's a little con- contest, you know, he might not do as well. Well, then why would you want to do that to him? you got to let him go down there and shoot some dang ducks, man. Yeah. don't want to have to make him look bad. I thought, you He know, did extremely well when he went down to Argentina. He, he did really well down there. Yeah. See but as the, as the as uh, the as he always likes to claim, the, you know, number one co-host or guest host, you know. Thought maybe I guess that would nice. just, would it just fall under duck? For what? For the teal? Are you still looking for? No, I'm yeah, on. I'm yeah. on the app right yeah. now, looking at yes, it. It okay. is a duck. No, I'm just saying. Would it? It would fall I didn't into know if duck it would season. Specify. Yeah, it would have teal on there because they so, have moorhen and they, they have, have early teal and it, yeah, they uh, have late season you teal. have a well, no teal wood duck only. Teal only. That's in the early teal season. Okay, yeah, that's first off. That's well, done. See, there you go. I'm making sure I clarify things. December 12th through January 31st. There you go. So you got time. But I will say, and this is the truth, I'm not being funny, try to find some duck ammo either while you're in Pennsylvania or before you go. Uh, and, it, and it's getting expensive. All of our, uh, most of the cheap stuff, the Winchester Super X type stuff like that, that was. Uh, Am I reading that right? <laughs> I don't know what you're reading it as. So Daily I'll... back limit. There's two dots. Possession limit three times daily back limit. What? There's just dots on there? <laughs> there's two dots. What does that mean? Two birds? There's no way there's only allowed Look, two teal. I, I'm... <laughs> Dude, they're as small as a pigeon when you and there's you numbers on the rest of it. <clears throat> there's like a, I mean, there's not enough meat on one of those. Hopefully for... FWC is listening. If there's a glitch, please get it fixed. <laughs> is that on their uh, app, Delio? That's the app. Really? That's not a good thing. Okay, the two dots, if you scroll all the way down, you'll see that there's a section with one dot, two dots. Gotcha. And what does the dot mean? 
Well, I didn't read it. I mean, it's a big, long paragraph. I would think that that would probably be information that you'd want to have on there, seeing that it is. Oh, yeah. Dur- during so Teal and Wood but, Duck, only but, six of which two can be Wood Ducks. But the thing is. Teal, only six. You know okay. on the internet, the characters cost extra, so you can't, you don't want to put them extra characters, you know. <laughs> like, just, why would you turn around and not put it where the thing is where it says bag limit? Even if you put it again down below, baggling again, they don't charge you on a per character basis. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> since it's a federal type deal, you know that's something that would probably be kind of important to put so, on. The what I did hear, and he was telling me those Whistler ducks are pretty tasty. They are really delicious. Do they I, have those down there too? I have those at my house. We got them at over. At I the, have at my house. They came in like droves, man. But I, I, I think you're only allowed to. Uh, you're they. I think the limit on those is extremely low. Yeah, but you just left. I just left what? My house and left your birds with me. Oh, I did. Is that what it is? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that maybe I was you and Jonathan home. had come over, shot birds and left. Oh, so I just no, left I, them with I you. I bet you. I bet you. I had fifty birds in three different flocks. Easily coming coming around the house. Yeah, they're going I will to drop na- dime on you. I will not go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the last thing I need is any violation at whatsoever. Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're gonna they're gonna put a new FWC office on top of me. Just get your ammo soon. I'm telling you, people are using it for defense, so it's gonna go off the shelves pretty quick, and it's not cheap. All right, we're taking a break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors doing the Thanksgiving recorded show. We hope you're enjoying it. If you miss it, don't forget you can always get it online. Go to bigandwild.com and uh, check it out right there. And you can find it on Stitcher, iTunes, and everywhere else like that. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right here. We'll be back. Help but think about Jack Black every time I hear that song. What do you think? I'm thinking of watching the Thor movie. Jack Black? Yeah. Like the pirate? Actor. Yeah. The comedian actor. Who is he? Yeah, okay. Never mind. School of Rock, all that stuff. You know, he's, he's very funny. You didn't see Jumanji, the new one? Uh, you know, Jack Black was in no. there? Okay, never mind. No. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors Thanksgiving edition, or post-Thanksgiving edition, I should say. Everybody has uh, eaten their food and done their things, and everybody is scattered to the winds going out to do their certain things this uh, weekend. We hope you're enjoying your weekend and having a great time out there. Uh, be going back to work on Monday. Thankfully to be with family. Be back again on Monday. And I will be in Pennsylvania still. When are you technically going to be back so are you going to be back for the next weekend after thanksgiving post weekend you don't listen every year you don't listen what every year you don't listen huh i'm going an extra weekend maybe this year depends on when my son leaves my son is going to be up there 
the week I'm I'm always gone the full week after Thanksgiving and the following weekend. That gum pig pen. I'm gonna have to get some glass cleaner for my phone now after you stone and scroll through it. And then and then this week this trip because William is gonna actually come up. <laughs> my dad and I are actually gonna stay longer than we normally do with and George and do a little hunting with him and then come back. So today you're not here and then next weekend you're not gonna be here. Correct. And the following weekend maybe. So three weekends in a row. Yeah. That's what you're telling me. That's what I've been telling you. What? I got you, brother. I know you do. <laughs> I've been telling you that. What in the world would you need to spend three weeks up in Pennsylvania for? I mean, if you two can't get her half. done if you can't get her two done in the half. first week, why would you want to be there for two and or another it's gonna be week three and a half. Three generations of William Georges out. Hunting. Are they that bad of a shot? What three what's going on, man? Yeah. Takes each one a week to get whatever there is. They got freezers to fill, dang it. Listen, (laughs) if I if I turn around and I want let's say I get a buck and I want to turn around and go down to one of the other counties where you can literally keep getting doe tags as many as you want. They got that canned meat. They want to can some meat, dang it. Dang right. (laughs) Maybe I will can some and bring it back. Okay. Well, didn't you mention uh, you're gonna try to do ducks up there or not? I may try and do geese. Geese, geese. I, 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 I bring probably, some of that back. You want some goose? Yeah, bring me back a goose. I do too. What if I get two ducks and a goose? What kind of ducks? Duck, duck, goose. What kind of ducks? <laughs> <laughs> mallards. I know exactly I where mallards. you were going with that. I love mallards. Bring them. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, for you to get yeah, up and start running yeah, around the room. I was like, what the heck was that? <laughs> I was waiting for Bill George to start running around the room. Mallards I'll eat every day. Those things are delicious. Yeah. They're they're good stuff. They're good things. Teals, um, I'm I'm you know, they're edible, but I'm not really that great of a, a fan. You don't like teal? Uh, you know, it just it takes a lot. Not only that, not as a does it take a lot to uh to make a decent teal meal, but if they're really hardcore puddle ducks, um I found that they've been quite muddy. That they Greasy. have to be they have to be uh, usually soaked in butter or buttermilk or something like that for a few days and kind of leach out all the muddiness that they have in there. But you'd like a goose? Yeah, man, I'll take a goose any day. I'll, I'll see about bringing you some go- Any goose I've ever had has been delicious, and I don't know what it is you get at Chinese restaurants. They're probably Muscovies. They're delicious, too, so shoot a couple of those while you're out in the neighborhood. Muscovies? Yeah. <laughs> all you need is a dang fishing net. You don't even need that. You just throw bread in the front, and you just kind of thump one in the head and knock it out right there. I'll take the a goose. It's all good. Yeah. You'll take a goose? I do you want the whole goose, or do you just yeah. want the breast? I'm up. I, I am with my new situation. I'm up for cooking anything. I'd like to I'd like to do one on the big green egg, so bring me the whole darn thing. No feathers, none of that stuff. Treat it as a deer carcass, will you please, when you import it in? You know, well, just, you know. <laughs> Go ahead and have it deboned. Everything labeled. <laughs> have, it, have it deboned and just have those floppy. Here's uh, the wings you know, and the legs. Yeah. The breast meat's here. Let's clean it out. Is there anything on the wings on those things worth, that's worth a crud? Or, I mean, I mean, they're big. They're as I big know. as a turkey. Yeah. I would think if you wanted to eat the whole goose, you could eat the whole goose. Yeah. Bring it. Neck and all. I don't care. See, that was going to be bones. my next question. Is it like a wild turkey? Is it the breast meat more the desirable thing and the rest of it's just kind of. It all depends on who you talk to, and I, I've had a lot of people that turn around and don't do not like goose. It can be a stronger t- taste in meat. 
And then I have people who are making jerky out of it and what? and summer sausages and all kinds of stuff. Well, that I could see. But now, don't they have the two different types of meat on their breast, too, like any other long-distance migratory yeah. type bird? Left and right. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, dark over white kind of thing, you know, for the flight. You have the flight muscles, and then Listen. you have the other underlying muscles that you have. I have never. Have you my, not my, ever cleaned a my, robin in your life? No. Oh. Well, the next plans. Yeah, they're uh, not legal anymore. Not uh. not anymore. Yes, you're right. But they still have that two tone. They have two different types of flight muscles, so you have two. Different I don't care kinds. what tone they have. That was that's deliciousness right there. Turkeys don't have that same thing because they're not migratory, migratory flight, long distance flyers. So, but they say that on goose, and I've never I've never had it, so I don't know. I mean, well, when it comes to that, I think they did that for a reason. Because if anybody ever ate robin, the doves would be plentiful. There wouldn't they be are robins. plentiful depending on where you are. No, there wouldn't know. be any. I'm just saying there wouldn't be when the migra- the migration happens, the berry farmers would be well protected if you could still eat robins. They should, they should bring that back. They really should. Those guys get devastated every year. It used to be that way around here in Pinellas County because you had a lot more woods back then, and they the robins we used to always say came down for spring break because they'd just come down here and get drunker than skunks eating these Brazilian, be- Brazilian pepperberries. Mm-hmm. Here at the radio station, you'd be sitting here on air, microphone, all of a sudden you'd hear boom up against the glass and look, and there'd be some bird laying there. Hey, what's up, man? Is there, is there a bathroom in there? I need to use the bathroom. You got these drunk robins all over the place. Used to clean house on them down here, but now you can't can't do that anymore. How did they taste with the Brazilian pepperberries? They were actually delicious. They were fine. Doesn't matter. They were all good. I know, what the, stra- I know what the strawberry thieves tasted like. I wonder. I don't think I've ever had any that were over over the strawberry fields. We always got them here in the mangroves and around here, all these Brazilian pepper trees. Well, I know they have honey that's when the Brazilian pepper blossoms, all the honey that's collected from that, that's supposed to be pretty good. It is good. Oh, yeah. It is really good. And the beer they make out of them, too, is really good, too. Very mm-hmm. peppery. Very peppery beer. It's delicious. Well, another thing on my list. So bring me I- back a goose. If you can. I a mean, goose. if you go, I mean, uh, you know, I want one that you've gotten with your own two hands. Don't stop in at, you know, Mrs. Sherman's <laughs> Goose Emporium outside of Lancaster and pick up a couple. I'm not. I, maybe I'll bring you a live one back. I don't think you can do that legally. Transport one from one place to another. Can you do that? That's how we got the Egyptian geese here, they're, man. They're, we can't get rid of them. They're, it was a pet. <laughs> is that what it is? Then it should follow you on your that, ultralight. Me. Keep up, Gertrude. <laughs> Keep up. We're almost there. So, no. But I don't know. I'll, I'll see about bringing you a goose back. You know what? Scratch the goose. Just bring the mallards. The mallards? Yeah. We'll see if any of Give the goose come. to Jonathan, and I'll see how he does on his big old giant grilly thing in my hopper that he's going to do. Are you going to put it in the oven, or are you going to grill it? Oh, I'm sure it'll end up on a... End up on the Traeger or something, I'm sure. There you go. We'll see how it works up. And then we'll send your butt back up there to shoot some more and come back. I'll just put in the order. <laughs> Have your relatives ship them down here in cardboard boxes. <laughs> sure, why not? Hey, look what we got. We got feathery stuff in here. Yeah. Do you guys skin those things or do you leave the skin on? Or do you just pluck them and... They, uh, they breast them out usually. So they don't use wings and legs? I don't think so. What? I don't know. I don't do a lot of goose hunting. 
One thing I don't, I've never been a big waterfowl hunter. And that's just, I mean, it's, it's something I've done off and on here and there, but never really been somebody who would sit there for long periods of time waiting on a dang duck. But those teal the other day, those, they got my attention. I could, I Cause can that's hand, easy peasy. Well, and you don't have some guy sitting next to you going, Every two seconds. Shut up, man. Yeah. God, they're like eight miles away. Give it a yeah. break. Driving you absolutely insane. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Get ready, get ready. Get, 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 get. Oh, they're turning. Never mind. Well, the only reason I can say that I am not a hardcore duck hunter, I think is because of the same sentiment we have in this room, is I can't tell one duck from another unless somebody tells me to shoot that one, shoot that one. I got. If I hadn't had oh, Mike Oh, I've Messer, been pre-warned several times. If you ever actually go on a duck hunt, and do the whole get up, go put the de- the decoy set out in the, I mean, the whole thing, they're like, you're going to get hooked. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't see it. I would if I had somebody there, like Bill George said, that's going, these right here, boys, take them, shoot them. You know, uh, otherwise I'm like, can I, can I leave it? Is that, when, can it, huh? And by then, shoom, you know, especially those teal, they go by at Mach 12. Well, that's the thing up there in Pennsylvania, you have, the grouse and you have areas where there's pheasants and i i can't turn around and tell the difference between a grouse and a female pheasant so it's like all of a sudden it's like well am i shooting at a female i mean the rooster it's easy to tell because they make all that racket when they take off (laughs) but but the the female is like okay it's like so i opt not to shoot at birds sometimes when i should be shooting at birds but yeah because by the time you say that one that one that one that one that one yeah, shoot that one. And the, di- the uh, bit uh, difference gone. is up in Pennsylvania, the trees will tell the, F- the game more than what you got. How will the trees do that? I don't know, but they do. it's, it's amazing. Those guys up there are amazing at what they do. Yeah, because they sit over there somewhere quietly and watch you for hours with binoculars. <laughs> and if you don't have your little license tag on the back of your shirt, you're going to jail. They so. still make you do that? No, put the big Bobby we don't have to do the, the back, back, back tag anymore. You don't? No. I thought you guys still had to put the big license tag on no, the back No, that here. ended about two years ago. Oh, I guess you guys missed that old tradition, huh? The big uh, the big yeah. uh, safety pin stuck through the back of your... Well, some people still put their license in it just at, for, for mementos. I guess. I don't know. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. Bring back the ducks. Bring back the goose. Head your butt down south, shoot some teals, about 56 of them apiece. Then we'll and have a we'll big have and a wild nice, canned meat deal we'll, all over again. For... We'll, have a, we'll have a big foul dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Foul dinner. <laughs> You've been holding that one the whole segment. Are you, will I be, if I'm coming back really fast, will I be running a foul? No. No? No, it'll be fine. Different kind of foul. Welcome to Comedy Hour on Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Taking a break. What is this? Is when we this? come back, there'll be palmetto talk. Oh, good. Berries. <laughs> Berries on the brain. Sides. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be here.